0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Scarves Up. I'm Nathana Maymoudis. And I am David Maymoudis. Taking you through. We've been gone for three weeks. We're back. Clearly the Sounders
1: do better with us. Not around.
0: The season has started. Uh, We'll talk about the three past games. um, The Sounders-Nets game coming up um, against uh, the Colorado Rapids. And then the biggest controversy in uh weeks four and five uh and then we'll look at six a little bit um and then we'll jump into some EPL um and then uh we'll see you next time for the recap of Colorado but let's get into this we're gonna start way back to the game that gave us our first win And that was the Montreal Impact game. We won this 1-0. Thoughts on the game?
1: It's good that Didier Didier Drogba doesn't live turf. Kept him away.
0: Uh, Well, and... uh, And uh, Dempsey scoring here, but he wasn't actually playing forward. So we haven't actually had... So at this point, week four, we haven't... We still... Hadn't had a forward, a forward yeah. uh, a forward score and that would continue till week six until Jordan Morris scored uh, his first goal um, against the against Philadelphia but uh, with Montreal it was one of just like the entire season It was another game where we played really well we're just not finishing attempts.
1: Yep, you keep getting the sense the Sounders have a lot of goals in them, but they're not putting them on the board yet.
0: Uh, Christian Rodon and Aaron Kovar have been playing a lot lately. Uh, uh, Christian Rodon hasn't really, you, they're not calling his name up, but he's playing well. Um, I would say the same for Aaron Kovar. Thoughts on them?
1: I'll still be happy to get Freeberg back when we do, but they've been filling in well.
0: Uh, And then Hercules Gomez, do you think he will become a starter soon?
1: Obviously, the Sounders have a lot of talent up front. We'll see where they go with that.
0: So, do you think uh, when... If we get another DP soon, because we could see one soon or in the summer, um, then if they're starting, um, do you think... And later, Torres comes back from his injury, and he's still making a pretty um, easy recovery. Um, And he comes back. Do you think Brad Evans is on the bench, or do you think he...
1: I do not think Brad Evans will go to the bench. I could see him at outside back or outside mid.
0: The only position he hasn't played is goalkeeper. And I don't think, and I don't see him replacing Stefan Fry.
1: I do not see him playing. But that either. you has know, he ever up at forward? I it don't could. Think he has. It
0: could happen. No, I feel like he's he's probably played forward. Okay. But like, if you look at the program or the roster, you just have no position that's a Brad Evans because yeah. he can do anything, and he's been doing good filling in for Torres. Um, but his partner in the middle, uh, in the middle at defense. Chad Marshall. He has been our, playing forward. Is, has been playing forward a lot. He's our top goal scorer right now. Yeah. With two goals. On a pace for ten for the season. And he didn't even. And he only. And he scored. He scored one of those goals with his head, and one with his feet. Yeah. Um. But uh, and in the Philadelphia game, it was about. From the same range, uh, it was about from the range he scored against Philadelphia the last time they came, where it was absolutely pouring. Uh, and then, uh, and then of course, in that Philadelphia game, Jordan Morris, he got his first goal. Um, he made it, he made it look easy, but you could just tell how happy he was. He was, when happy he was but it? again, we should have won that game maybe 6 now. Six one. I it mean did seem
1: like we had a lot of chances to score. They made we it left, more close than it we to left the end.
0: S- Sebastian the two wide open and he's not gonna miss them and then he ultimately gets a cramp and gets taken off. Um but uh we should be doing better than that. And um but Andre Blake of all out of all of the people that they've had uh that they've had in Philadelphia from like Rice and Bullies, like uh Zach Math. Um they've had that other guy who's like from Philadelphia. Um but uh from other pre- those problems, Andre Blake is very good. He had a very good game. Um he had that he had a save uh, a couple well, him and him and Evan Bush had a couple of saves to deny free kicks um, in those two home games. Uh, now let's talk about Houston. So we this game is ends tied on one. Uh, so the we're ref. are happy
1: to escape with a tie. The ref.
0: I mean, it feels like a win. The ref has the whistle in his mouth, and Chad Marshall then puts it in off of. Uh, it deflects off Raul Rodriguez and goes, and Chad Marshall is there to f- finish it. But uh, this first goal was just absolutely terrible. It was just like the, the two-goal, no one's marking Barnes. He's not even looking at the pass when when uh, the ball is initially played, and he just turns around, and it's like, whoa, and they say it, it was a simple finish, but he. But that was skill. That was like chip. That was, was a really chip nice chip. And yep. uh, um, I feel like. And um, Ziggy Smith comes out after he says that they played better in the second half. But I don't really think they did. I think this was all Houston Dynamo. Um, we played better yeah, in Dynamo like the. Played worse, we or? played better. We played better than them for like the first twenty minutes, but then for the rest, for seventy, the last seventy minutes, it was all them, and they really did. They deserved to take a victory out of it. Um went for because
1: their goal was a little aim, and were mm-hmm. we actually behind in possession? Do you think or?
0: I don't know. I feel it seems like we were. They had more attacks than we were having, but uh, it's it's nice that we escape. With a point. I have to think... uh, And then with that... I've been saying that I want more... Alex Anderson. We've got it. He got his first start against Philadelphia. Um, Do you think he's been doing well off the bench and...
1: Yep, showing some dangerous
0: speed. And for that last... But also
1: not a lot of consistency. So we'll hope he matures.
0: And then Gomez is also coming in off the bench. Um, And... uh, He's, and for the 20 minutes he played in Houston, and yeah, he, he played well in Philadelphia, but I would say he played better in Houston. He was playing really well. You can tell he he really could. After a few more games with Dempsey, he will have good chemistry with him. Um, it kind of annoys me. He's, he's not really ranked as good as I would say he is. Like, if you look at FIFA, okay. he's not ranked as high as what you would think.
1: Well, let's see improve that. If he uh, can just score twenty or thirty goals, he'll get that ranking up in FIFA. Uh, Nelson
0: so. Valdez comes uh in off the bench, um, and he could definitely be a starter too after what we're paying him. But uh I really see that Alex Anderson he could be he could be that new guy, um
1: So yep, the he, season's certainly looking up.
0: He could be uh one one guy, uh he could be like DeAndre Yedlin. I couldn't see that. I mean, he plays for the national team, which isn't that big. I don't know, really know what the competition is for St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Yeah, it's
1: not the but, same as the United States or Mexico.
0: But he's he's young, and he's going to improve. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of the EPO teams pick him. Yeah, want I'm not sure him later. It off but, to Leicester
1: City anytime soon, but...
0: but We'll uh, we'll keep our eyes on him. Um, okay, so now week four, the big talking part was in the New England Revolution first Red Bulls game. Uh, Red Bulls defender is down on the ground, and then uh, he he keeps adding on sides. Right,
1: that was an uh, interesting uh, keep, referee instruction clap. That you know, was question
0: now. Red Bulls were saying that it should have been laid out. I mean, Mark Geiger, who's running, I mean, didn't have the chance to uh didn't think it was serious. He ended up being stretchered off. Um so pretty so it is it was serious, but But um, I like I like to
1: see play continue and I think if the if the defensive team wants the ball out of bounds, it's their job to I, get the ball. I
0: really hate when people they kick it out of bounds and then you just kick it back to the goalkeeper. I liked I I I like to see I I actually think it would be kind of funny, um to see someone just kick it out of bounds and go back and score. But I mean, they're talking about this is like the unwritten rules and sure. well, I, I mean, feel like
1: there have been too many stoppages of play. I sort of I like the idea of I just having the stretcher run immediately out on the field to carry the, people off.
0: The worst part is that the refs this year in MLS are being like one of the big talking points. And the talking points would be the players scoring great goals. Or it should be more about the soccer than the refs. The I mean, of New England, you can see why they, they wanted to win this game. This They got their first win of the season. When they won against New- when they won this game against New York, so uh, you you can see like why they weren't complaining, but you play to the whistle, so I I don't have a problem with it, and I don't see why um, Jesse Marsh got so mad when uh, he really doesn't have. I would say he really doesn't have a case, uh, but. Uh, it was an interesting play. Now we're going to talk about the controversy from Week Five. That was Nigel De Young and Darlington Nagby. So
1: my you, first. Any, anytime you've got a player whose nickname is the lawnmower, you have to realize. And
0: Nigel De Young has a history of injuring players and having. Them not come back to what they are good, to what they have once been. Um, so, most people didn't really think this was a prize. And if you read a lot of comments, uh, just I have a little soccer, a lot of them not happy and they like lose respect. They lost respect for Bruce Arena when they brought him in because he's a player who plays dirty and he's gonna end. It, it, and some people don't like this. Now, when I first saw the replay, I want to hear what you first thought when you saw it, but when I first saw it, I was like, you yeah, know, that doesn't look that bad.
1: Okay, but what, then on, what, I
0: don't what did, remember my initial
1: thoughts. So you're saying it didn't look that bad, but then later you saw it, you no, saw it more
0: replays? No, because I wouldn't really say... I wouldn't really say it was that it didn't really look like it was that dangerous. Um, I don't think... Uh, I feel like that in this season, it was definitely... It definitely should have been a red card. Um.
1: So remind me, it wasn't given as a red was, card at the time, right?
0: Yes, it was a yellow. But he basically stomped on his ankle... He had basically planted it in Danco and Duncan Abbey. He ended up leaving the stadium on uh, in, in a wheelchair. wheelchair. Um and he he was sitting on the fence but with ice, but uh, I but they are comparing this to like the one with Steve Zakuani with it Brian Mullins. And it didn't seem that, that tackle that Brian Mullins he that was that was worse. This this wasn't that bad, and and Nagby, he's, he came back to training, like, three days later, like, four days later after the Timbers played one game. So, he missed two games uh, at the Timbers, but um, he should be fine, and that's why people are saying, well, he's Nigel D. It's usually, if there's an injury like this, it's one game... Uh, for most injuries, the top of suspensions that they'll give out is like ten games. That's what Brian mundin has got for Steve Zagawani. And, Uh Really sucks, cause that, cause Steve Zagawani was really never the same after that. Sure. But. Uh, so anyway. Let's but hold, like, Maggie it's always. Back from that. Well, he's he's back in training, cause yeah. it was only a spraining ankle, but it's usually um, they do. It's the we. It's one week for the for the suspension, just in general, and then it's two weeks, and then it's two weeks plus how long it takes the player to return to training.
1: Okay.
0: It's how it usually is. So because of that, he's he got suspended for three game for three games. Um, but it's not like the Alex Galaxy will have that much problem with this. They're. They've got they have, got, some, they have play some players with. who can fill in um okay, uh, so now we're looking at Colorado, Colorado. um they're playing very good soccer this year. um they bring in Jermaine Jones. he just played in her first his first game. Um, what do you think about this game? Do you think uh, they played the Red Bulls and it was in the snow? Last week, so... What's
1: the weather expected to be like in Colorado?
0: I- I'm not sure, but uh, it's always a challenge when you're playing an altitude.
1: Yeah, but I think the Sounders are on a positive trend, so I'm expecting them to do well. We'll be
0: hoping for the first road win. Uh, we'll see if Chad Marshall continues to be...
1: Continues his goal streak.
0: The, ...our top scorer. I would actually really enjoy that if ta- if Chad Marshall ended with, like, 14 goals. And, like, all of them were now headers. Okay. Or he scored like the Jimmy Triori against T goal um, for like forty yards. That a goal like that where it's full this, bicycle kick. Yeah, just clearly insane and miraculous. But um, Duran Jones he already scored in his first ga- game. Um, what What do you think the score is going to be for this game?
1: I will go with three one Sounders. I'm gonna say this will be the time they find their they find the back of the net on all those chances um,
0: they're pretty. I'm gonna say two one. Okay. Um. uh I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Morris scores again, and then I'm gonna think Jovan Jones scores again. I'm t- I'm telling you, Joven Jones is gonna score sooner rather than later. I'll and go then, for
1: one for Marshall, one for Morris, and one for Dempsey.
0: And then who do you think's going for Colorado?
1: Don't really care.
0: Marco Papa is injured right now, so, um, so we, we won't get to see him uh, play. We'll probably get to see him when they travel to Seattle later. Uh, so Jermaine Jones, uh, he, he's definitely going to be a threat. He was definitely work for them. Uh, I feel like, um, feel like uh, hopefully Zach McMath. Could have some more errors. He's been having so many errors since. Ba- it seems like he, basically because we are like, well, you're gonna lose the spot if you're not playing really. If you're playing badly to uh, yeah, Tim hasn't, Howard hasn't been
1: well to the pressure and
0: um he just keeps making horrible decisions and it anyway uh let's look at the standings right now Sounders sit just in eighth place. On seven points. On seven points. They played six games. Uh, Portland so. Timbers have played seven, but they only have one point. So if we win this weekend, uh, then we could move. Then we uh, we won't actually move up. We'll, we'll move in front of the Timbers, so it depends on how they play this weekend. But uh, it that, we'll see. Uh, FC Dallas, they continue to um, they they're they're playing phenomenal. Beat the Timbers recently at in Portland. Uh, one of my favorite games during week five was just in general watching a game and watching Portland or LA just completely get obliviated is just amazing. And when and when Portland went to Orlando. Hopefully that the same thing won't happen to us. But uh, that was amazing watching Kaka come back and score um, to make to win four zero. Also, Lake. Uh, now the interesting part is out of the four teams, all four teams. Uh, well, I guess that's no. I guess well, three we got. Three teams out of the four that didn't make the playoffs all except the Houston Dynamo in it. That's San Jose, Colorado Rapids, and Real Salt Lake all in it. And uh, basically, I would say this this year's Western Conference is even tougher than last year, which is hard to imagine. Uh, Montreal Impact, they're still in first in the East. And the New York Red Bulls, they have three points on seven. They only have one win uh, and, uh, it's...
1: looking pretty bad. For it's, it's
0: looking bad. They're not, it's not like Brad, Bradley Wright fit up as a playing bad. Really, just offensively, they're, they're playing just awful. And, um, they do have a win, but you have to think something's got to change. Um, I, I don't see Jesse Marsh leaving it any time soon though um okay so quickly uh looking at EPL, Leicester five points ahead of Tottenham they both have four games remaining um what would you like to see would you like to see what well, how would you like the final standings to look
1: you know I'm just glad that the winning team won't have won't be Chelsea Arsenal or one of the Manchesters It's just nice to see a little bit of change in the EPL.
0: Uh, I would like to see uh, Leicester win one more. uh, And then if Tottenham wins three more, then that puts Tottenham... So you're
1: just still trying to get it to come down to a tie at the end of the season?
0: No, I want want Tottenham to pass Leicester because then... Lester had Leicester's final game of the season is against Chelsea, so I want Leicester to beat Chelsea and them to lift the trophy at Stanford Bridge because that would also be pretty cool. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll see you next week to talk about the Colorado Rapids uh, recap and the Sounders' next home game against the Columbus Crew. But remember, keep your...
1: Scars up!